Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fantastic Minute, the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox, one minute at a time. My name is Tyler Boudreaux. And I am Condra Boudreaux. And we're the Amateur Nerds. We're here to talk about Minute 27 of Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox. Minute 27 starts with Kylie Fox and Christopherson looking up to a rat, and it ends with Kylie asking, Town Tart? We have a lot going on in this minute. Yes, lots of dialogue, lots of fun, interesting visuals. Should we start with Mr. Rat himself? We can continue with Rat. Yep, where we left off. Okay, what do you what do you got? <laughs> All right. Well, I actually have some stuff about his costuming and his look, and I don't remember how much I talked about this in the last episode. But actually, Wes Anderson in the making of Fantastic Mr. Fox book had a lot of notes on what Rat looks like and his design and he's very lanky and lean and he's got these weirdly weird curves and angles and he wanted him hunched over and there's actually notes about his little badge too and that they want to have this focus on the words so the stitches have to be really really tiny and it's this really cool thing and he's got these red eyes and that are very prominent in this minute um, and then he's also got this digital watch, which isn't in the notes, which is kind of interesting. And then something that I got really confused on when uh, Rat jumps down, he's not wearing shoes, but his feet kind of look like hooves because of this weird pad, like the, the weird, weird pad on the his... The angle of it, you can't see the length of his foot, yeah. but he's the, the pads of his feet are white, whereas the rest of his skin is like black. Yeah. So it's just a little weird, but... He's also wearing a, a red striped shirt, like a pirate would wear it's trying to think of the origin it seems like a weird like gang thing like your west side story or your 1979's the warriors type well, I mean, costume i mean the switchblade has a very west side story vibe to it yeah too. and the whole snapping for effect oh yeah which is great i love snapping for effect just the way he the, the way he moves and acts and like pauses is very amusing but also intimidating. Oh, absolutely. I mean, again, we were talking about this last time with Willem Dafoe just being such a perfect cast for this and his creepy persona that he can put on. And it's just so good. Yeah, he's also really big. He's like bigger than Mr. Fox, which doesn't make sense. No. Although I wonder how much of that is angling because a it's lot not. of them are like, well, a lot of when they're standing side by side, Rat is taller than Mr. Fox. Honestly, there's something size-wise not right about the foxes in general, because, like, Ash is really small, too, in comparison. I think the, the whole critter proportionality is definitely up to question. Rat is definitely the person that most called this into question, if not the mice, the, the movers from earlier. You mean the when, squirrels? Yeah, the squirrels. Because we have a mouse later who's tiny, tiny, tiny. The tailor... Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get to him later, but, like, he's tiny. So I think they kind of play with uh, the critter size as a bit of the expressionist nature of the, mm-hmm. the claymation. I have another question about rats that I don't know if you can answer. Do they hiss? I... IRL. I have only seen a handful of movies about rats, and I know in Ratatouille, Remy doesn't hiss, but... I think it's not an animal thing. I think it's just a a human affect okay. that he's putting on. Just well, I mean, a lot of animals hissing. hiss. I know, but I, I, I'm i saying it might not be an animal thing that they're doing. It might just be a human thing that they're doing. Okay. Although, if you think about it, like the, the, his timing of hissing is very 
cat-like, snake-like, in the in the hissing, like, to intimidate. Like, it's an intimidation before he starts, like, he switches his blade open and, like, and, like, crosses his arms with the switchblade. Well, exactly. He's doing it for dramatic effect, which I think, to me, is more human. He, he spins around, does, like, a flip to, to land, and then his, after he lands, he goes, like... Like he's putting on a show for them. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What does long in the tooth mean? Do you know? Okay, well, I know because I looked it up before the show, but Mr. Fox tells Rat that he's aged poorly, and Rat retorts that Mr. Fox is looking a little long in the tooth himself. Long in the tooth being a term that is believed to derive from horse examination wherein you look at a horse's teeth to examine their age that is the longer a horse's teeth are and the shape would indicate a horse's age i don't think that's exclusive to horses though well i mean i don't think it's indicative that's what the internet said okay interesting well what's really interesting is do they know do the animals look at horses hmm is this an idiom that comes from... Yeah, where, how would they have gotten this idiom? Yeah. Hmm. Well, it all comes down to uh, how much of human culture has affected rats and animals. I don't know Critters. Critters. Which is my question about rat. We see his badge that says be in security. A snap activated badge. That's what I'm coining this. It's a snap activated badge because it wasn't until he snapped... That Mr. Fox realized he had it. I think it's a yeah, snap but it was always there. I know, but I think a snap activated badge like a clapper. What I was going to ask was, what is the meaning of being security? What is this employment like? Does he have dental? <laughs> so he doesn't get long in the tooth. Oh gosh! I mean, rats. I don't think would have dental because their teeth are constantly growing in like a guinea pig or a hamster and so they're constantly having to bite things that's a problem for most rodents in general i think in relations to like being a career i wonder how much of it is rat taking on this persona like being a an amateur or like you're saying he's an amateur security guard no i'm trying to like not official like he he's self-employed security like he's like this is my turf i'm going to patrol it i'll make this claim i'm trying to think of an example in like some so you're saying bean doesn't pay rat i'm that's exactly what i'm saying oh wow and so a whole new perspective on the movie for me and i mean rat is stealing cider too but he's just like he's claiming that he's not because he worked like it's his turf so he's claiming it as his own even though it's not yeah and it go it essentially goes back to what is the legality of all of this with the human critter relations is because he said they were trespassing around these parts legally and illegally illegally i'm sorry illegally and does that mean trespassing is illegal is theft then like where does this fall in the quite the age-old question what is legal for animals and what is not in relation to humans but i think that rat employment quote-unquote is something that 
isn't through Bean, he's he's making claims. I agree. I was raising the question okay. to be humorous. Ha ha ha. And then it gets back to that whole turf thing if he's like a gang yeah. type person. He's definitely like a loner. Yeah. Which rats aren't loners? Yeah. They're... Which is weird. Are there is he trying to feed his rat family? Maybe. His very large rat family? <laughs> I mean, that would have put a whole spin on the end. You know, I bet if Remy got his hands on some of that secret cider, he could make quite a dish. Oh, God. That'd be so good. I, that's what I need from this movie. I need a Remy, <laughs> I need a Ratatouille <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Fox crossover. Oh, wherein Mr. Fox, that. Mr. Fox steals a bunch of food. Remy says, no, you, can, you, you shouldn't steal. But then he cooks the food anyway. Oh, man. You should fan fiction that. That would be so good. I need that now. <laughs> Yo, fan art drawers, fan I'm art writers. I'm not sure if there's any vocal acting crossover. I wouldn't imagine. I don't think so. I mean, Ratatouille is a very distinct cast, even in the Pixar realm. I mean, Pat Oswalt's really the only voice actor that I know. That's off why. The top of my yeah. Head so, no, it's a very distinct. I don't think there's any crossover. Um, if it, unless it's like small parts, like super backup. Hey, no small parts. Only small actors. <laughs> That's not I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that. Um, okay, uh, so we get, so basically we have a bit of a confrontation between Fox and Rat brewing mm-hmm. here. Yeah, doesn't come to a head yet. Kylie's super relatable, in which he runs away. Yeah, so after Rat does a whole, his whole swing down and pulls out his little Rat switchblade. So sidebar, Rat Switchblade, are we pro or con? Um, aesthetic, love. Logistics? Logistics, concerned. <laughs> like, how how small is the spring in that? Like, okay. is is he like actually child size? Like, how big is this rat? Is he child size? And he's just, but then the knife is still pretty small. Maybe he's got like a Swiss Army knife that just happens to also be Switch. Because those are usually pretty tiny, like a keyring one. Maybe he just clapped out a keyring one. Okay, so after that, <laughs> Kylie runs, turns and runs away in an interesting shot because the sound of his footsteps is not in sync with his actual nope. running. But it gets the point across. Yeah. And then uh, Mr. Fox puts on a boxing pose and... Christopherson puts on a karate pose, which is very amusing. Oh my god, Christopherson <laughs> just is like ready to fight. He is like, bring it on, man. I don't want to be here anyways, but I will fight you. Christopherson. And what another what Christopherson's perspective on this whole thing is uh, like, he's like, I didn't want to steal, and then all of a sudden I'm fighting this rat. What's going on? Oh god. POV from Christopherson. That's what I want now. More fanfic. You know, you're perfectly free to write fanfic I yourself. am not capable of writing fanfic. I can write my thoughts on fanfic, but I am not capable of writing it. Did I tell you about what my friends and I did for Christmas? We all wrote fanfics yes. for each other. Yeah. And we all, like, requested a specific fanfic. Yeah. I am not much of a creative... I, like, can do a bit of creative writing, but, like... I, I could probably write this kind of fanfic, but I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm trained to write so, like, to, like I have to write as succinctly as possible. So I don't think I'd be good at fluff or, like, descriptive in general. 
I enjoy reading it. Like well, maybe I'm all you about would be good at attention to detail because part of your job is noticing what a leg of a chair looks like. But like <laughs> that is done in a bullet point with like four words as opposed to like two sentences. So you describe. know the words, and then all you have to do is write a sentence. Yeah. So we've got Christopherson just like hanging out in the background. Also like thinking about what Christopherson is thinking in all of this. Is it weird for him to be hearing about his aunt being the town dart? <laughs> like he's blood related to Felicity. Is he like, I don't need to be hearing because I feel like that's relatable to like a small child being like, I don't want to hear this story about whatever my aunt or my parents like did back in the day, like TMI. Yeah, I'm so rat asks Fox how his old lady is doing, and Fox says, are you referring to my wife? Which is good. Good little... At this point, they're circling, Mm -hmm. about to fight, but Rat has a switchblade, and Fox has his fists. Fisticuff. Catch these fists. Is this a fisticuff? Uh, Well, if the other guy has a knife, I don't know. Did he bring fists to a knife fight? (laughs) I guess. I feel like fists in a knife fight has, like, never not worked in movies. Like, if, the, if your opponent has a knife and you just have your fists, like, 90% of the time, you're probably going to be fine in movies. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What happens in The Outsiders? Because I feel like that's a knife fight. Well, do they say no weapons and then weapons Yeah. Up? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't remember. It's been so long. Uh, interesting thing about Rat, he he's doing his tricks with his knife and his hands and stuff and he tosses the knife between his hands from like low to high which is like crazy and it's only really a thing you could do in claymation i bet there are people in like real life that can toss the knife toss a knife between their hands really well but like the way he did it was just effort effortless there was like no momentum built or anything i didn't even notice that i think that's really interesting, and I'm going to have to look back at that, because that, that's something like, it's like the flips. You can't necessarily do it in real life, and it's the power of the stop They motion. can't make a rat do flips in real life? No way. So, yeah, rat calls Felicity the town tart. tart. Uh, what else did he describe her as? Uh, he called her wild and footloose and pretty as a mink stole, and because I'm a pleb... I didn't know what a stole was, so I looked it up. And I assumed mink meant mink fur, which it does. So a stole is like a shawl or an evening wrap. It's thicker than a scarf. So when when you wear graduation gowns, the little like things you put over your shoulders are called stoles. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. That's awkward. But yeah, but it's made out of mink fur. It's got a very specific look to it. Um, you can actually make stole like mink stoles with the heads still on them. Like, I looked some up, did not like. I also don't like the look of like stuffed animals and fur and taxidermy and all that. So like, not my thing. Stuffed animals, not stuffed animals. Like taxidermied animals. Okay. Not no. like fluffs. Okay. So it's just like a really fancy scarf. They're they seem to be very popular in like the sixties and seventies, which like. But again, date this movie. Yeah, picture like a Cruella Deville, like wearing a a, mm-hmm. a scarf with like just but a, like there's a thick- head on it. Yeah, they're like thicker than like a scarf today. Like I would say, like 
the thickness of like an infinity scarf today like those ones that are just like the one we're gonna say infinity stone <laughs> yeah infinity stone so they're like this big um, that also has on an infinity gauntlet <laughs> what up what a cross what crossovers we're designing okay uh which in an infinity gauntlet snap which characters from fantastic mr fox would disappear Oh, God. <laughs> um, we're definitely keeping this in because this is coming out so much later than Infinity Wars. So, oh, God. I think Fox has to stay. I think Fox has to stay. Because his guilt is a very Tony Stark guilt. I think Felicity would go. I and, think she would And then get... does Ash or Christopherson go? I, I think... feel like one of them, two has to go. I think Ash would go because it would make... Fox realize how important his relationship, like, with his own son is. But I also feel like if Christopherson went, then you could build the relationship with mm. Fox and Ash. But then is or there... Or both that, of them could go I think, and Kylie could stay. Because no, the question it, is, does Kylie go? Hear me out. Fox. Mr. Fox. Beaver. Beaver. No, Beaver's son. Beaver's son. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And that's all that lives. What about what about Coach Skip? <laughs> yes, Coach. Yeah, Coach Skip. I'm just trying to think. Like, so is Bean? Is Mr. Bean the one doing the snapping in this scenario? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So then, do Bogus or Bunce survive? Oh God. Would they? I, I think they both would because I mean, if we're going off the whole Thanos thing, although none of Thanos's children survive. No, none of them did. So. Except Nebula. No. Yeah, Nebula survived. Yeah, she doesn't count. Oh. oh it doesn't. Maybe, either Boggus or Bunce. Petey. <laughs> oh, Petey definitely disappears. No! <laughs> Rip Petey! <laughs> so... What about Agnes? Agnes, I don't... I think it'd be kind of like a Mariah Hill thing. You, like, find Mariah out... Hill. Yeah. You, like, casually find out she didn't make it, but, like, it doesn't matter all that much. I think it'd be funny if, like, the secretary from um, Badger and Badger's <laughs> lawyer's office, like, attorneys at law, survived because she's so boss. <laughs> I think she'd be yeah. really fun. Um, what, about, what about the Beagles? Um, I think the rabid one would. Oh, but the rest yeah, the rabbit, the rabbit one would. The rabbit one, who knows? Yeah. The mole, I think, would survive. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, yeah. More characters than... So we definitely have Fox, Fox, no Felicity, no Felicity, no Ash, no Christopherson, no Christopherson, but Kylie, Kylie, I want to say no, because I think he's one well, of those trucks. Ha- it has to be half. That's the point. But like, we're throwing so many people into the mix here. Cause like, I think Badger would live. I think Skip would live. Kylie's like your roadie in this scenario. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that that's a good point. Because I'm like, what is the relationship? But I think at the same time, I'm thinking like, Kylie's one of those crux characters that like. Well, they're all important characters. The part of the what makes this movie good is that all the characters have good parts. Yeah. Um, so we can't just get rid of them all. Because and then Beaver's be son half. lives. Um, Beaver's son lives. I just think that'd be really funny. Okay, so yeah, Kylie would live then, I think. Yeah. That's all, that's all I'm going to go with. For. Okay. Because so, I'm just throwing in too many people. Is it awkward for Christopherson to be hearing? His aunt 
talked about his aunt as a t- yeah. town tart by rat i think yes i mean well obviously yes i think there are more important things at hand than the awkwardness here well i think there's a really interesting shot right like right at the end in the minute where christopherson's like ready to go and you kind of see his little face and he's like weirded out to some extent like he definitely looks uncomfortable whether that is because of but whether that's because of the aunt talk or like the whole fight scenario but they're not they've kind of like paused the fight because mr fox turns to kylie and is like of course that's not true that's a different time different standards which like you know i have a questionable argument against that argument just like yeah it's a different time and different standards and it's important to recognize like historical context and that kind of stuff but also owning up to actions of a time and recognizing that things are different now and you have to consider them in the in more appropriate ways like he said he alludes to but they never he never finishes the sentence that she's marching like marching for what because i will we don't know if he was gonna if there was some idiomatic statement he was going to make or if they were literally marching for something animal rights was there a was there an animal civil rights movement at some point I feel like Felicity would definitely have been a part of something yeah. like that. She I like think, wore a flower crown. Or maybe she was like anti-war. I don't know the specifics of what they were talking about off the top of my head. But I think essentially what Fox is going for was there is some validity in what Rat is accusing that, yeah, maybe she did was a little promiscuous. But to put it, but he's putting it offensively. And oh, absolutely. It. Absolutely. Like town, just like classifying her in such a demeaning way and calling her behavior wrong like that was who she was yeah and that's what fox is saying is that was a different time today she's a different person but i I love her regardless i think is the i don't know obviously there's inherent sexism in what's being said Mm -hmm. but mostly from rat baseline from mr fox and that he doesn't appreciate his wife not that he thinks less of his wife but he generally underappreciates her mm-hmm. i think what's weirder than christopherson hearing about this is is rat talking about this does it imply that animal promiscuity occurs interspecies skunk ferret <laughs> it's back get hype people so is there i think so Okay. Because, I mean, if you think about it, all right, either Felicity comes from a different section of the valley or wherever they live, because that's where her brother lives, like, is, I don't know if foxes are, like, super territorial or anything like that. her brother comes from the other side of the river, Okay. Yeah. Where they usually just run grass prints or play acorns. All right, thank you. But thinking about it, like, are foxes like bears, in which bears have to, like move to a different area away from the other male bears so like did felicity's brother move or was it mr fox that moved we also just have the general problem of there's only like two or three foxes in yeah. the movie yeah the whole question of like was agnes destined to end up with ash yeah all along 
or if, do female foxes move to find their own? I think it would make more sense if it was like a lion pride in which like... We also just don't know how big their ecosystem is. Yeah. At the end of the day, their ecosystem might be like three acres and we just don't realize. Yeah, I mean, the community, I'm just thinking like to the end where their entire community moves. Is that their whole ecosystem? Is that their whole little little critter community in that one space or does it dis- extend beyond although we then Felic- we also don't know how many critters theoretically die in the uh, that is true in the, the great hole. in the great flood <laughs> <laughs> the great molasses flood no great cider flood there we go um okay i think we are winding down do i have anything i was gonna say uh rat calls them cider poachers yep i also wrote down poachers i think that's a really funny phrase because I'm, poaching implies that like you're get, killing something. Yeah, right? yeah. I would have I'm, to. I don't know the specific connotation of the word. I think like elephants, rhinos, that kind of stuff. You're thinking uh, Disney's I'm safari. Th- yes, I <laughs> adventure. am. Yep, yep. No judgment there. Everyone knows I'm a Disney fan at this point. If you if you're in this far in the podcast and you haven't realized I'm a Disney fan, I'm sorry for you me not dropping the hints hard enough. Yeah, no, I'm definitely thinking of, like, Jungle Safari, but also, like, IRL, like, poachers are a real problem, and, like, the last white rhino died a few months ago, and, like, there's actual problems with poaching throughout the world, so. Well, what are we gonna do about it? Let's do a podcast. (laughs) Well, that'll solve problems, won't it? Um, it will bring joy to people, hopefully, maybe. If they ever listen. If they listen. (laughs) Um, shout out to our few fans, and thank you for listening. Yeah, I so said let's wrap it up here. This has been Minute 27 of Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox. We hope you join us next time for Minute 28. I've been Tyler Boudreau. I've been Condra. You can follow us on Twitter at Amateur Nerds, or email us at AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com if you have any questions or thoughts about future minutes. A rate, review, subscribe us on iTunes Apple or podcasts, Apple Podcasts or Google, Google Play. Play. Um, and still- we will see you next time for Minute 28 of Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox. We hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic.